Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Metroscope, an Intercom Portland Public Affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. Joining us this time on Metroscope is Justin Zellinger, Director of Corporate Partnerships at Albertina Kerr, longtime development professional who's worked for multiple healthcare and social services and nonprofits in the area. Justin likes to hike, climb, and enjoy all that the Portland area has to offer. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Awesome to have you in studio. So you like to climb and hike. Where are you doing that? Actually, this past weekend, I had a nice little adventure, a first time summiting Mount Hood. Wow. So that was, um, had a nice weather window and was able to get up there with some friends. And folks, I did not ask him that before the interview. I didn't, I didn't tee him up like that. That wasn't a softball. That was a crazy coincidence. Right. You you, you hiked to to the top of Mount Hood. Yeah. Did you really? We did. We made it, enjoyed all the views and um, then hiked all the way back down. That is incredibly impressive. Well, thank you. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. wasn't looking for the compliment, <laughs> but it was. Um, it was amazing, and uh, I totally recommend it for anyone who likes to do those sort of things. Is there a lot of training that goes into that? I mean, you you read horror stories sometimes about climbers. I'd say that's the the biggest thing is is safety and just knowing um, what what you're doing up there. And as far as training, you want to be in good shape and you want to have that safety knowledge. Um, know what to expect, even though I hadn't been up there to kind of know which way to go. There's mm-hmm. no trails, no signs or anything like that. So you just need to have a little bit of knowledge. And for me, it was following a, a friend who knew what he was doing more than me. There you go. Well, so you're, a, good too. you're a daredevil in my eyes. My cousin's hiking the uh, Pacific Coast uh, Trail, Pacific Coast Crest the, Trail. The Crest, yeah. The Crest, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's doing that. She flew down to San Diego about a week ago. To do the whole thing. Doing the whole thing. That's very impressive. She's doing the whole thing. Wow. We'll, so see she may, we'll see if she make makes it. it. Make we'll it up this she, way. We'll see if she makes it. Yeah. She's, she's always been kind of the adventurous type, but um, yeah, man, I, I commend you. That's awesome. So oh, you just went, is that in one day, just five, six hours? Or how long it does that take? It actually takes about, about 10 or 12. Wow. That's 12. Yeah. Uh, it depends. Yeah. Wow. So, so it took, um, you hike all night, watch yeah. the sunrise and come back down in the morning. Man. That's awesome. Cool. Well, let's talk about you and your organization, um, Albertina Kerr. Talk to us a bit about uh, what you guys do in the community here in Portland. Sure. Thank you. Uh, Albertina Kerr is a really important nonprofit here in the Portland area. Been around actually for 110 years, always serving the most vulnerable vulnerable populations. Uh, that's looked a little bit different through those 110 years, but today we help people with developmental intellectual disabilities as well as youth with mental health challenges. It's a really big, broad mission. We do a lot of different things for that community um, from from different services, uh, programs, employment services, art programs, um, group homes, inpatient care, and um, like I said, really the things that that community is looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and albertinacur.org is the website if you want to check it out, A-L-B-E-R-T-I-N-A-K-E-R-R.org. Uh, We're going to talk about the Rip City Race for the Roses coming up uh, in, in just a bit here. I was looking on your guys' website about that and then also about uh, what you guys do over there at Albertina Kerr. And 
talk to us a bit about maybe if you could uh, the ways you support uh, those type of community members who are intellectually disabled. I saw you guys have different programs and how do you help um, that community kind of find the confidence and stability they need? Sure. It really varies. And like I said, there's many different people within that that mission. So let's talk about youth uh, suffering with a mental health challenge for a moment. Um, let's say somebody is having a, a crisis and they're they're at risk to themselves or to their family members, a risk to others. We have a crisis psychiatric unit. It's actually the only one of its kind. It's a standalone unit outside of a hospital. We call it our, our subacute facility. So uh, people can come there. A kid could come there and stay for up to three weeks, uh, be stabilized. And we have a really, really high percentage of kids that then return home after, after a stay there. Uh, they do that through potentially getting their meds right, but through nurturing um, care and uh, kind of loving support is the way that, that we do things there. And mm-hmm. um, that's just one example. On the on the intellectual developmental disability side, we have a great arts program called the Portland Art and Learning Studio, just another one of the examples of the kind of things that we offer. So people can go there and actually um, get to interact with, with um, the community as a whole, create art, um, not just not just visual art, but all kinds of different art, and then actually sell that art to the community and keep the money that they've they've made from selling it. So it's it's multiple uh, benefits there. This is Justin from Albertina Kerr uh, joining us here this time on Metroscope. And do, where do people find you? Do you guys have offices and this facility that you mentioned? Are you, are you downtown? Where do people find yeah, you? Yeah, we're, we're kind of scattered around. The group homes are all over um, really the Portland metro area. Our headquarters is in a really neat building on 22nd and Gleason. And within that building, we actually have some volunteer-run businesses. Many people actually know us through those volunteer businesses. There's a thrift store, there's an antique shop, and there's actually a restaurant. And people um, come mm-hmm. and, and enjoy tea there. And, and um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting place. So you can find us. Uh, we like to come and take opportunities like this to let the community know that we're here. It's one of those things you don't always know about us until you need mm-hmm. our services. And so we want to make sure that, that we're well-known. So... If somebody you know or yourself can use our services, um, you can find us. But albertinacur.org is a good place to go as well. So you're obviously really in touch with the community who do need some of these services. What have you noticed um, in the Portland area about um, you know the amount of people who, who might need your guys' help? Can you talk to us a bit and kind of uh, relate to us locally, if we can kind of localize it um, you know, in the Portland area? Yeah, what kind of uh, what's kind of the demographic, and how have you noticed your guys' impact being made in the community for people who do need uh, those types of services? It is a really big need. It's actually a growing need. You know, as Portland grows, the the population that can use our services grows right along with it. And then we've also noticed, and you might have have seen different studies about the growing need for youth mental health services. And it's anyone's best guess as as to why that's on an increase, but it certainly is. And so we look to expand our services um, along with that. We work closely with the state and they're constantly looking for us to um, expand our services as well because we do offer that high level of care and it's, it's a big need for the state of Oregon. This is Justin Zellinger joining us. Um, he's the Director of Corporate Partnerships at Albertina Kerr here in the Portland area. Obviously, they have a great cause uh, going to help those in need in the Portland community. And uh, let's talk about your role for, for a bit as the Director of Corporate Partnerships. Talk to us a bit just about what you do uh, for Albertina Kerr. Sure. Thank you. We, um, 
can't do that high level of care alone on the the funding that we receive from, let's say, Medicaid, Medicare reimbursements. Uh, we'd rely on private funding to to reach that. And so that looks like um, we have a nonprofit that I work at. And so we actually have about a 750 employees at Albertina Kerr with a small group um, that work with myself at the at the foundation. And we get individuals to donate. And on the other side of things, um, we work with local companies, corporations to partner in a variety of ways. For example, Entercom Radio that, that we're sitting here right now yeah. <laughs> is a uh, sponsor and a partner of ours. So I get to do some really fun partnerships, bring in sponsors for our events, for example, make all different kinds of partnerships. In some cases, um, we need things for our, our programs and our group homes, and I can go and work with companies to get those things donated. Okay. How did you first get involved with the company? I've been here a couple of years, actually, as of, as of last week. And okay. um, I just thought it was a really great opportunity to use my skills as a fundraising professional with a, a well-known local nonprofit. Um, I just loved the fact that it's been here, like I said, for 110 years, well-known, and, um, and the mission is really important. Are you from the Portland area? I'm not originally okay. um, from the Midwest and spent most of my formative years in Florida, amongst other places. And mm. I've lived here about seven years. Okay. You would like Isaac, uh, Isaac Rop from The Fan, who I work with. He's from Kansas. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know where in the Midwest exactly you were, but. Uh, St. Louis for me. I moved okay. when I was quite little, but it, okay. it's all the same in the Midwest, right? It's <laughs> the flyover states, as they call them. Nice people <laughs> yeah. and, and baseball teams and that kind of stuff. And then Florida, you got, oh, you got a lot going on down there, depending on where you live. Yeah. I got a couple buddies living down there right now. Definitely a lot, uh, a lot different than than what we have to offer here in the Pacific Northwest. So yeah. I was looking for a bit of a change. There you go. So you came over to Portland, um, and so as part of your job as uh, the director of corporate partnerships, uh, I mean, getting the community involved, I imagine is is obviously a, a kind of a big aspect of that. We have the Rip City Race for the Roses coming up, and it's one of the fundraisers that you guys do. I was looking on your website. I think you have a golf fundraiser coming up in the fall as well, but. Um, the Rip City Race for the Roses coming up uh, April 28th. Is that the correct date? That's exactly right. Okay. So as I said, there's a big need for for funding and for community support, uh, general awareness about the work that we do. And so we do things like these special events you mentioned. Um, yes, we do a golf tournament and gala in the fall. It's called the 24 Hours of Kerr events. Uh, really fantastic. Uh, another great way to get involved. But coming up here in a few weeks is the Rip City Race for the Roses. And as you can imagine from the name, it's a partnership with the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, this race has actually been going on for 21 years. It's pretty well known. It's another way that, that people know about Albertina Kerr. And over the last couple of years, we've partnered with the Trailblazers to really raise the profile of that event, try to grow it. Um, it starts and finishes from the Rose Quarter right in front of the Moda Center. And so there's some really cool elements to do with the Blazers and our other partnerships. Again, Entercom is a partner helping us advertise on the radio, doing some maybe some competition amongst DJs. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have some other great partners, United Healthcare being one of our biggest. They're the presenting sponsor of the race. Okay. And you, you, whoever does your social media or at least your video work did a great job. I was on your website checking out the video and uh, it looked like a really fun time. You had different folks who competed uh, and signed up for the Rip City Race for the Roses at least last year. I think it was the recap video I was watching. Um, you had some cheerleaders out there from the Blazers representing Blaze. The mascot was out there. I mean, it looked like a fun time. And it, it starts, does it start right outside the Moda Center then? And kind of talk to us how, about how the actual race itself works, if you could. It does. So there's a festival area um, that the runners can come beforehand for their stretches and and, um, and then during the event and, of course, after where there's all the sponsors will be there kind of bringing the event to life, doing some really fun things. 
Um, and that takes place in that kind of the space between the Memorial Coliseum and the Moda Center, that, uh-huh. that big open space called the uh, Rose Quarter Commons. We'll have our start-finish line there. And there are uh, multiple distances, including 5K, 10K, half marathon for the more serious runners. And we added a 1K last year for the kids. It's a really fun element. Um, you mentioned the dancers come out. They'll lead a stretch with Blaze, the mascot from the Blazers. And we have Nike, their made-to-play brand, uh, sponsoring that portion of the race. And because of that, it's completely underwritten by Nike, and there's no cost for kids to get involved. So if you are maybe yourself or potentially have a kid you're out there listening, um, there are about 75 spaces available. It's limited. Go on, sign up at no cost today, and you get all of the same great benefits that the other runners get, the finisher medal, special T-shirt, um, snacks, the full experience there, and kids get to run in the um, official race in, in a 1K distance. There you go. This is Justin from Albertina Kerr joining us. Rip City Race for the Roses coming up April 28th. I was going to say, man, are the Blazers running in it? But they're going to be in the playoffs, you know, this year. Maybe on a year. Obviously, Blazers fans always want the Blazers to be in the playoffs. But if they have a down year at some point in the next couple of years, maybe they'll join in. But do the do the Blazers players at all, do they, have Have you worked with them at all or, or anyone in the organization? I mean, we mentioned the uh, the cheerleaders and, and Blaze, but... Does you want the coaches or the or the front office staff or does anyone come out at all? You know, because of the playoffs and and they're still fully committed on playing basketball, right, right. rightfully so. You yeah. know, we don't get the involvement from the players, but okay. the organization is is incredibly supportive, and, uh-huh. and we get to work a little behind the scenes. And as you can imagine, the event takes months of planning, and so we're working closely with them right now to um, make it happen. And there's a lot of Blazers assets that will be at the race, and so they it'll feel like a, a Blazers event as cool. well as an Albertina Curry event. Absolutely, and with the the start. Starting and finishing point being right next to the Moda Center, you have that effect as well. Exactly. Yeah, it's a pretty neat space. So albertinacur.org, you can click up on the the Rip City Race for the Roses tab. I will uh, just read an excerpt here as it says, The chip-timed race includes a half marathon, 10K, 5K, and 1K kids and family run or walk. It's a fast, accurate course across the Broadway Bridge through downtown Portland. Uh, sign up to race and enjoy the food, drinks, and much more at the finish line. And 100% of the proceeds uh, go to Albertina Kerr. Can you talk to us a bit about what those proceeds have, have done for you guys over the years? It's really crucial to, to what we do. Um, between this fundraiser, the one we do in the fall, individual donations, um, it, it helps to fill the gap in our in our need for... Um, renovating group homes for providing services to, um, you know, all of the really important stuff we do is, is, is possible because of the support from this race. So we raise money from registrations, from sponsorships, and some people are extremely generous and actually will uh, fundraise on our behalf as part of uh, signing up for the race. And when you get on and you register, the website makes that really easy. And can you just tell the listener out there how exactly they can go about registering if they want to take part in the event? Absolutely. They can visit ripcityraceforthereroses.org. It's a long website, so if you just type in Google or your search yeah. bar, Race for <laughs> the Roses, yeah. Rip City Race, any of those things, you, you'll find it. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Um, if you visit Albertina Kerr's website, if you actually if you visit Entercom's page, uh, you can find it as well. But ripcityraceforthereroses.org is the best way to get online and register. Cool. And I see that participants receive an official race t-shirt, the finisher medal, access to special deals on Blazers tickets, access to special deals on Rose Quarter family shows, uh, mimosas for those of age, or maybe some, can you make a virgin mimosa? I guess you can. Orange juice. Yeah. Uh, And more. So 
it, it sounds like a, a fun event for folks who end up signing up. Um, yeah, what, what are kind of some of the benefits for people who do participate? You mentioned the mimosas. That's definitely one of the most popular <laughs> benefits. You know, 9 a.m., you're done running. You need yeah. some alcohol, right? So Absolutely. It's, uh, you've earned it at that point. And there are um, all kinds of vendors and different food samples going on. So we'll have food carts uh, available for, for purchase. People can grab some lunch afterward. Um, like we said, we have the mimosas. We also have White Claw Seltzer. It's a new sponsor of ours, so they'll mm. be sampling their product. That's a hard seltzer product. Uh, so a couple different alcohol items, food. Uh, as you mentioned, you get the um, the shirt and the medal, and each finisher actually gets a rose as they finish. It'll be handed to them by the Royal Rosarians. Hmm. Um, so it's pretty official and, and goes along with the theme of the Race for the Roses. Cool. This is Justin from Albertina Kerr joining us this time on Metroscope. Uh, talking a bit about Albertina Kerr and then the Rip City Race for the Roses coming up April 28th. You mentioned it It takes a couple months to put this thing together. I mean, can you just give uh, listeners and myself a feel for, man, what all goes into organizing something like this? It's quite extensive, as you can imagine. It's It actually takes really, you know, we, we start April 29th. We'll start working on next year's race. So yeah. we secure sponsors. Um, because they really help make the event happen, start advertising uh, so we can get registrations. And, and it takes that full year to to fill up the race worth of registrations and get everything set. So uh, it takes a village and and we're we're excited. It's finally here. Just looking forward to some good weather on, uh, yeah. on April 28th. I was looking on the website. It looks like they have um, a map, the 2019 course map. Um, just generally speaking, I'm looking at it right now. I'm I'm not good with directions. I could try to describe it, but maybe you could describe it better of how exactly the the race map shakes out. Sure do you thing. Want, do you want to take a go at that? I'll try. You know, I actually am not a runner myself, and I'm fortunate enough. I'm working that day. I get to stay back at the festival area and don't have to run the many miles. Nice. I do know the race though goes over the Broadway Bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty iconic part of it. So no matter what distance you're doing, except for the 1K, you'll get to. To, well, we shut down the Broadway Bridge, and and you get an opportunity to to cross it. Um, people seem to really enjoy our race route, the half marathon especially. It's 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 well liked because how flat it is. So after you cross the Broadway Bridge, you continue on through the industrial area, loop back, mm. and it's kind of an out and back mm-hmm. course. Um, but we've been commended for having a nice route that doesn't really conflict with any traffic or hills. So. Yeah, and it starts and finishes yeah. right there at the Rose Quarter. Well done. Does it, it I mean, it costs to sign up, right? It does cost to sign up. Yeah. Um, you can uh, see the pricing as you go on there. And for listeners, um, write down this code. There is a chance to get 10% off registration using code GREATCAUSE, G-R-E-A-T-C-A-U-S-E, all one word, all capital letters, and you'll get 10% off of whatever the uh, current price is. Okay. Awesome. You share that again at the end, maybe. Yeah, I'll just keep. I'll keep pounding it. Great I'll cause. Try to get great cause. Great cause. This is an event that kind of speaks for itself. But if I were to just ask you, what's the not even the sales pitch, but just why should people uh, sign up and register and, and run in the Rip City Race for Roses? It's a perfect segue with the code that we're using there. It's a great race for a great cause. We like to say so. You're you're helping benefit a important nonprofit while while participating in a great race. And now with the affiliation with the Blazers, it's just that much more fun and um, great things going on there on race day. Does it get competitive out there? You know, it does. With it being an official timed race, some people are coming out trying to make a personal best. Maybe they're trying to beat their friend. Um, Running clubs come out and it's officially timed and we'll have uh, awards for 
based on gender and and age brackets, we give out first, second, and third place in um, in each five year age bracket. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Oregon's obviously a very, very serious running state. I had a bunch of friends on the club running team at U of O. Some even some were good enough to run track at almost any other spot in the country, but they couldn't at U of O because U of O was that good. And I know University of Portland is prideful with the uh, track and cross country program they have going on. Do yeah. Do schools come in? And I know you mentioned you can uh, sign up as uh, with a team, right? Almost like almost like a uh, like a relay race, kind of hood to coast of sorts. Or well, you can sign up as a team. You'll you'll still go ahead and do your your race just as you okay. would. Um, yeah. There are some benefits of signing up as a team, and the team captain can get a free registration, for example. Mm. It's just a great way to kind of be in it together. Um, yes, yeah, schools do, and different groups come and and do um, group registrations and come out together. We have a, a very large need for volunteers at this event as well, and we still mm. do. So that's a way that students are getting involved. We've been working with high schools to get larger groups of of uh, students out there, and we're doing an incentive that whichever group gets the most volunteers will actually get $350 to go towards their club or their group. So different high school clubs are trying to do that. $350 for first, $250 for second, $100 for third. So if you're out there listening and, and you're – your club or your sports organization, whatever it might be, is interested. Uh, you get a couple dozen runners out there, excuse me, volunteers out there. You're going to help us make this race possible. Do um, really a good deed and and potentially get some funds for your group. Awesome. This is Justin from Albertina Kerr joining us, talking about Rip City Race for the Roses, that event coming up April 28th uh, at the end of this month. How long did you say you guys have been doing this? How many years? 21 years. 21 years. All in Portland. Wow. Have you seen it grow quite a bit over the years? You know, it's it's gone up, it's gone down, uh-huh. and we're definitely on a growth trajectory now with the partnership Sweet. with the Blazers, and we're, we're seeing it on an upswing. Okay. Yeah, talk to us a bit more about uh, the partnerships you guys have, and then also, you alluded to it already, but the volunteer needs and, um, I guess, how people would go about signing up to volunteer for this. Sure. We have um, some great partners for this race. United Healthcare is now in their second year as the presenting sponsor. They've been a great partner for us and and help make this race possible. Some of the other key sponsors are BioFreeze. You might recognize that name from the Blazers <laughs> yeah. uh, patch right on their jerseys. And um, they it, it just the synergy with with what we do with the race just goes really well. So they'll actually have yeah. a recharge station on the course, so you're feeling tired, and they'll spray you down with their product and and help your muscles recharge. And they have their refresh station back at the festival area when you get back. So you can look for BioFreeze there. I already mentioned the Nike partnership. They're another great partner of ours that's making the 1K possible. And we have other sponsors as well, including um, Entercom. And uh, the spon- the uh, volunteers are sponsored by Miller Paint, another great local company. And we have a large need for volunteers. It actually takes 400 volunteers to put on this event. Hmm. And we're still in, in need for those with the race only a few weeks away. So if you're interested in volunteering, you can reach out to Albertina Kerr through our Facebook page or our website. But you just go on ripcityracefortheroses.org, and right next to the register button, there's a volunteer button. Okay. And you'll see all the different roles that are available, the time frames, um, things like being at the festival area, maybe helping with packet pickup, being a course monitor, uh, amongst other things. I was going to say, what would volunteers do? So that those are a couple of the main Those are some tasks. of the big ones. Uh-huh. You know, uh, along the route, there's people needed to uh, make sure that there's no cross traffic coming through. Those are the course monitors, mm-hmm. and um, you can stand there as well, help and cheer on the runners. So that's a fun one. And uh, a, f- a few different things back at the festival area, water stations and passing out the roses and medals and some different things. You know, BioFreeze, when it when they first came on and sponsored the Blazers, and I don't mean this in a negative way at all. I'm sure it's a great product. I've never used it. Yeah. But it was one of those, like, 
what is biofreeze? You know, because, sounds kind of intense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was anytime something gets slapped on a jersey, which doesn't happen very often. Obviously, this is kind of a revolutionary thing in pro sports. Is is at least in America, I should say, at least right. in America, um, is sponsorships on jerseys, particularly NBA jerseys. It had never happened before. Um, but anyways, but I I don't know. I just wanted to throw it out there because but it's cool to see that biofreeze was being a part of this because I had. Uh, Never really heard of it outside of that. I imagine their products doing just fine if they can afford to to put their name on the Blazers jerseys. But uh, okay, cool. So it's, for anyone who is almost kind of mystified by what Biofreeze is uh, or is interested in it, there you can uh, get yourself refreshed at the uh, at the station. Yeah, and I feel like I've become an advocate for them now with yeah. their support of us. And their their motto is "Cool to pain." They mm-hmm. it's a, I've I've started using it since I have a few thousand samples sitting in my office currently, and mm. you got an achy shoulder or something you rub it on there it's an all-natural product and it, it helps loosen up your muscles um so it's it's pretty neat and damian lillard seems to at least say that he he likes it so that's good enough yeah. for me there we go all right justin zellinger from albert albertina kerr uh joining us talking about rip city race for the roses anything else you want to uh talk about here or where people can go for more information and then great cause is the code when you register is right so just as a reminder you can go register to volunteer or to run at ripcityraceforthoroses.org please support all of the sponsors that we mentioned and when you're registering for 10 percent off use code great cause one word all caps Cool. Justin, thanks for being here, man. Good luck with the event. Thank you so much. We were talking today with Justin Zellinger, Director of Corporate Partnerships at Albertina Curve. Metroscope is an Intercom Portland Public Affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. If you're involved with a nonprofit or public affairs organization, or if you have an idea for an upcoming show, I'd like to hear from you. Visit MetroscopePDX.com and submit your ideas. You can also go to this station's website and submit your information there. Thanks for listening to Metroscope and enjoy the rest of your weekend.